Hello, my name is Sherrera Clark. You're listening to a Reno, Nevada local D&D show. We sit around and we play Dungeons and Dragons and we focus on the storytelling and collaborative aspects of it, which involve all sorts of crazy things. You've got monsters and magic and tricks and disguises. Anything could come your way in all honesty. But the magic really is about how it brings people together. It's about what you talk about, what you want to tell your friends the next day, and ultimately the story you're creating. So I encourage you to sit back, relax, and join us at the table. Last week on Plus 775 to hit a traitor slain in vengeance rot. The rook and cranny rock crew adds a new denizen to its fold. With the gruesome execution of criminals behind them, the crew begins to prepare for celebration. Another time perhaps we can discuss it. Seems personal. We'll see. Okay, and um, after some time we'll say, I will clean up here. Um, but it sounds like you passed the initiation, which leaves just one, well, congratulations are in order. Well done, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. The final thing, though, is of critical importance, and that's we're going to throw a party for you. A party? Mm-hmm. All initiates will get a feast. Oh, wait, Pat. And we'll- me? Pat? Pat has oh. to my head. <laughs> we'll roll with advantage. As in here? Oh, yeah, We've been there for a while. Yeah, he's seen you several oh, times. You over. sure? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because well, I usually have a head. Dang, that would, how funny would that be if he failed? <laughs> that would be great. It would have been funny. But he looks at you and goes, nice look. Um, having Thanks. said that. Did you get a haircut? <laughs> <laughs> having said that, well done, everyone. I see you picked up a friend. Yes. It's a, certainly a creature. <laughs> cool. So what we're going to do is, um, yeah, how about you guys go rest up and get ready for dinner? Yeah. We're going to celebrate. We're going to do our our initiation celebration. Huh? All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. How are you doing? You do hear the... One, right? I would... Can I heal her? Of course you can. I'm gonna give her seven points. Uh, no, oh. well, um, we can wrap up the last bit here. Healing. Okay. Yeah, we're Seven points of healing. You come back. Even more. <laughs> even more so. <laughs> yes. You feel even, uh, you feel a burst of vitality course through you. Okay. Having said that, yeah, you guys are gonna be given about an hour before they're gonna invite you. They're gonna, they have the feast already prepared for you, but they're gonna just ask you to wait for a bit while they finish their touches. How does that sound? Sounds good. Sounds okay. Good. Um, any business we want to resolve before we proceed? Then um, we'll end soon here. Talk to. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm, just gonna, I'm just gonna keep petting. Right now, Sayla is petting the blob. Um, you backpack. guys have a reception backpack waiting room for all the new initiatives that made it, and it's just you guys there. Neat. <laughs> all the other group, um, the other groups have seem to have not made it. Like, I blame Fred. Wow. <laughs> Sounds good. Valid. Uh, I'm gonna talk to. I'm pretty Sweet. sure he's the one that caused all those pillars to oh. fall. If I'm thinking about oh it. Oh my gosh. Uh, Movie will actually walk up to you guys, like in the waiting uh, area. Uh, Movie is a minotaur. She's very cool. She will walk up to you guys and say, "Hey, well done, hey. dudes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Here's the deal. I was requested that whole rocking crowd is gonna be there. They ask that you wear masks, right? What about me? 
<laughs> we'll just put a tarp over your throat hole. Oh, I, I have a hood, and I, the smoke. I, he uses the smoke to keep it upright. <laughs> we actually made a special mask for you. You see them produce what appears to be a many-sided mask that goes around like a crown, and they just place it over. It's a Burger King crown. It's a Burger King. Crown. <laughs> it's uh, a Burger King crown. Yeah, they just put it on your neck. Anyway, everyone else, please wear a mask. It's it's a it's a uh, it's a theme party. Uh, We're trying our best. How about I just use this and I go ahead and use thaumaturgy? Sounds good. Mask. So you have your option of seaweed mask, moss mask, fish mask. Use your imagination, huh? We'll see you at the party. She does that. She does with her hopes. The... Oh my God. She'll do that. Thank oh, you. Oh wow, that was really that was good. Really, <laughs> was really good. She'll be walking backwards as she does that. Okay, <laughs> real quickly, what are you doing? I'm checking with the sea wish and I'm being like, hey. Hey. You all right? <laughs> you all right? I'm glad you killed that guy. Yeah. Made me feel you good. <laughs> what is it? Oh, I was just saying you two killed the guy. Oh, that's right. Oh. Oh, she no, I the killed one. him with my great oh, sand. Oh, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. I killed them. Yeah. I, I was like, hey, I'm saving you for Sea Witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lou, that was... That was good. That, that was, was pro. really good. That was pro move. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for that. It was really helpful. <laughs> My pleasure. <laughs> pro move. Thank you. Um, I'm all right as I can be. Are you sure? Some other time we can talk about this. Some other time. For now, let us celebrate the fact that you killed whoever this man was <laughs> that seemed to have done you wrong that's putting it lightly but I'll take it well <laughs> I don't know all the details <laughs> yeah sounds good to me what are you doing actually that was you what are you doing oh yeah. are you just interacting it's with that two parts still on my boot yes <laughs> so I'm gonna crouch down and like pull him off and hold his face hello Alright, you're gonna be alright. Are you alright? I'm okay. Okay. Alright, I think it's about time for some food. How does that sound? Delicious. Alright, let's go. You know from this height? Yes? A person can fall and get real hurt, huh? Oh my god. Don't you think? Yes. Yes. So what do we do in times like these? I will look for you, tell you what I've seen, and wait for further instructions. That sounds like a good plan. Mm. Okay, what are you doing? Um, I'm still holding the mimic, and I sort of backed up away from um, the minotaur, because selkies don't trust minotaurs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell the mimic. I'm gonna be like, hey, like, just, just be careful. Let's just stay away from her. We don't like oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. First lesson. <laughs> you were holding a sponge. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much that. <laughs> Sounds good to me. And what are you, you're going to be doing that thing while that's happening? Ah, it's nap time, man. Yes. I mean, it's, I just had a nice little workout and everything. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for sleep. This is your mm-hmm. first lesson, Romeo Intelligence. You just got your first little bit. A six. Five. Because I have a nine intelligence. You're the word Minotaur. That's it. Minotaur. Something about Min- Minotaur. 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 What does it mean? And every time she says Minotaur, Minotaur. she's Minotaur. pointing Minotaur. towards 
this thing with the horn, with a nostril, with a little bit of drool coming oh out of gosh. it, or s snot. Hey, liquids, bro. <laughs> liquids, bro. It's like when you're trying to book. get a baby <laughs> to like say mommy or daddy for the first time, but this is the first word. <laughs> it was Minotaur. Minotaur. <laughs> And what are you doing, Carbuncle? I'm going to slowly head towards the feast thing so I can get there about the same time everybody else arrives. But I'm going to kind of swing by the, the storeroom and grab one of the windy shrimp things. Oh. And so that's going to be my mask is like one of the shrimp heads. So my um, my flails will come out where like it's tentacle things. Would You'll see out. another uh, flail uh, cell looking at you. Considering say, you Yo, Carbuncle, how's it going, my man? It's another flail cell. Yeah. How's it going, dude? Pretty good. Hey. Are you going to the party? Of course. I already heard the word. Yeah. Well get done. there soon. Thank well you. done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what you looking for? Need a, a flail snail head or a, um, a windy shrimp head. Oh yeah. 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 Well, check it out. Sweet. Yeah. Paint it today. Awesome. Okay. See. So try to somehow take the next ten minutes to get the. <laughs> no, no, I got you. I got you. I'll motion to one of the sagain. <laughs> I'll do that for you. Okay. They look at you, looking good. <laughs> They'll give you an uh, okay sign. Sounds good. All right. So I'm starting to see people with all these. They're putting things over their faces, they over their, their eyes. Just like, their like this part. Just the eyes. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm gonna make another flap. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like a little backpack. Boop. Little like bounce and be like, oh, that's good. That's really good. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys see that they um you have this okay. Word brush time. Let's. Hello, the name's Larry and Locke. You're listening to Reno's very own plus 775 to hit on 97.7 KWNKLP. Join us for all sorts of Dungeons and Dragons shenanigans, if you dare, that is. Word brush. You guys rocked it. Your initiation, last initiation, right? You hear, as you're approaching the stone edifice, the cafeteria, you hear the murmur, the chattering, the clinking of so much glass, and uh, the bubbling of uh, light conversation and chittering and laughing. As you open it, you get hit by a waft of so many fresh-cooked meats, what appear to be brewed beers and liqueurs, a ribbon seaweed that have been turned into ribbons and a big old puffer fish that has been left in the center of the cafeteria and is slowly revolving around in a bit of a light that is kind of shooting around through its spikes like a disco ball. You see everyone looking at you all. You see everyone looking at you all with glasses in tow and to a cheers as you all come in and you hear them um, all kind of clapping and chittering. You hear Pat taking the center stage and saying, everyone, everyone look at me please. Everyone, come on now, that's not really cool. Everyone look over here. <laughs> <laughs> everyone listens to Abaddon. <laughs> Everyone's looking at you. There you go. <laughs> you know, Pat will kind of walk away. Alright everyone. Oh no, uh, actually, everyone wrote me a perception. That's my mistake. Oh, I'm not blind for once. I have this mask on. 
15. <laughs> I covered my both my eyes on accident. <gasps> I'm too distracted by the cuteness of the mimic. <laughs> okay, anyone with a 12 or high? 17. 17. The two of you recognize there's three individuals here who are not here at this party. Moving doesn't appear to be here. Of course. <clears throat> that was... That was well-role-played Minotaur species of Don't like Minotaurs. <laughs> Having said that, the other two people you don't see here are one True Meridian and, yep. e- and Ekuke. Oh, was that his? His, his manservant. Yeah. Right, his retainer. Um, but yeah, uh, because you so definitely distracted everyone from Pat, it wasn't hard. Um, you see them all look to you guys uh, expectantly as you're uh, walking in through. People start to pass drinks to you. People give you their congratulations. A uh, goblin, a water goblin, actually wa- walks up to you, Abaddon, and says, Well done. We are looking forward to having you be part of our community now. Uh, he's saying this in goblin, so mostly, <laughs> with that sort of. What? <laughs> <laughs> he laughs. laughs. That's fast, yeah. <laughs> uh, Flail Snow, contingent walks up to you, Carbuckle, says, and like they clack mm-hmm. at you, and they do that. Same. Clack back and head nod back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they go about okay. their merry ways. Yeah. Uh, so, you said there's like some sort of orange liqueur here? Yes, there is. What is that smells glorious. Of course it does. Does she get some? You tell me, Sayla, and you start thinking what you want to do. You're not old enough to drink. You hear that from Abaddon, even across the crowd. Sorry. You can get something that doesn't affect your senses. Wow. Please. I worry about you. (sighs) Okay. So I'm not a kid. So fifteen. <laughs> if she if she doesn't go for it, I'm gonna start oozing out of her hands to that liquor. Okay. Okay. I'll go and grab two glasses, and I'll hand one to you, and I'll oh. say good job, pup, and then I'll hand one to you. You see what? You were kind of leaning, crouching. <laughs> the flap opens, revealing teeth, and this purple tongue. Love it. Hold on. Right in the middle of that as you are <laughs> passing it. It's I'm what just waiting. Nine. You um, get this impression like you get it. Like you you well, keep going. Describe it. Oh, I'll, I'll do like a taster drop and see what you do. Oh I you see drool coming out of my mouth. Right. Like <laughs> Steady, steady stream. <laughs> uh, it just it goes down. <laughs> this is glorious. Well done. As you were doing so, a blur just shoots streaks past, like between your hand and its mouth, and you hear a "Oh, I missed it!" What? And you see what appears to be um, Sergeant Forge Farmer just like, oh. just like dash past and miss like what you think was that drink. I'm trying to swipe it from you. Do me. you want <laughs> to get a drink? Don't look at me! Oh, I'm, I'm mingling! <laughs> I'm mingling? Um, I'm gonna go get a drink and then I'll be like, wait, I'll hold it up out of the air. So I just found the most glorious concoction ever known to man. You have This is this is amazing. You have in your hand, or you have in your possession, orange sea foam. Oh, I um, guess it's not alcohol. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea how I'm going to hold this no, it's, it's what or do whatever, but it is delicious. 
delicious. Mm -hmm. I will drink as much as possible. I'm going to give him mine. I drink it. It I, is. I tap you on, um, do I want to tap you on the shoulder and I tap the cup uh -huh. and I point to him and tap you on the shoulder, tap the cup and point. What? <laughs> that point, that point. <laughs> Even this dude wants it. Yeah, I like you. You're, you're my good friend now. Sweet. That was delicious. <laughs> Sweet. That's what I was hoping for. I'll give you my glass. I just shake that. No, no, I'm like, point in the glass with the flail. Pointing to him. Take to him to turn into the glass. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I've had probably like three or four drinks by People now. People are milling about you. I've had three or four drinks right now. Sure, he's sure. he's trying to... Let me make an intelligence You are check. literally... With disadvantage. With <laughs> because... Sounds good. Alright, so I got a... I got a... Nine. It's down to eight. So I... And I make this malformed glass that's like bent off to the side. It can't really hold much liquid. It's like a but lace. I try really hard. <laughs> oh, baby. <laughs> it is pretty, but like this, like he's got a quarter of the cup. Yeah. And then <laughs> yellow putty. Yeah. <laughs> Carbuncle. Good job. But I take as much as I can. My mouth is at the bottom of the mug, just guzzling. At some point while you guys are mingling and talking with each other, people are giving you your well wishes. Was there something you wanted to do earlier as well? You hear a clinking sound, and you hear, okay, everyone, that, that's funny now. Enough. 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 <laughs> oh, you see the crowd start to like turn an eye roll towards Pat. <laughs> Everyone, we are very pleased to initiate to introduce our new denizens to our group. <laughs> Plus one. Uh... I I start like patting its back to like burp it. <laughs> oh, proud to introduce Lyrian Locke. Sayla. <laughs> Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Carbuncle and Abaddon. Everyone, let's give them a give a hearty rook, rook and cranny rock welcome. You hear people actually looking at each other. Like, what? <laughs> like, what is that? Yeah, and then they just like, woo, they start cheering. And, they, and with that, we're going to, I believe we have our main course coming out today. And I'm excited. It was prepared by, uh, it was actually re personally requested by True Meridian, so I'm really really uh, pumped for it. And he said it's going to be a treat for us. Um, you guys see what appears to be several water goblins and a sagain walking out with a big old palanquin with what looks to be a roasted meat with what look to be, uh, looks to be horns on the side, like, in a, like a roasted pig on a stick that is on a platter. So, one more time, more paintbrush. It looks to be a probably a eight foot long hunk of meat folded over, like rested on its belly, and it has big old white horns, and it has an apple in its mouth. Um, you see, like the crowd is just starting to their eye, like they stop and they're just staring at each other and looking at you guys. And Pat is kind of. Just stops too, and we'll stop there. Oh, okay. I'm so confused. What is that? <laughs> it looks to be like a fair. It looks to be uh, like the shape of a bull, uh -huh. of a cow with horns. Uh -huh. It might walk on its hind legs. There was only one person in this entire uh -huh. area who could look like that. 
Jeez. Uh, good thing I don't eat. I mean, Sayla's probably not too upset, but at the same time, like, that's pretty messed up, so she would be upset. Okay, we'll end there. Jeez. You're listening to Plus 775 to hit on KWNK LP 97.7 FM Reno. A Reno D&D radio show. Join... Uh, uh, join us as we explore complex emotions, resolve actions, and move the plot on a sequence towards narrative coherency. <laughs> And so, the crew begins their new life amongst the denizens of Rook and Cranny Rock. The realization that true friends and trustworthy allies are a rarity within the society is a heavy cloud weighing upon the crew. For the next five years, the inhabitants of Rook and Cranny segregate into small groups, isolating themselves from each other for fear of betrayal. Pat Inkwell, Two-Part Stink, and Sergeant Forge Farmer stay near the crew keeping their relationship as close as possible. Sayla and Lyrian have been raising their child, who often ignores the isolationist mentality of the dungeon. Carl Bunkle is accepted amongst all as he roams the hallways, devouring debris better than any ooze could. Abaddon has been training diligently, building his bond with Sergeant Forge Farmer and aimlessly seeking his lost head. We now return to our show, catching up on what the last five years have brought for the crew. Good evening, my dudes. Uh, we have another game of D&D with us tonight. To start off our session, we will do our role-playing question. The role-playing question was this. What job would your character be doing in the modern age? That is, right here, at this very moment, if they were gainfully employed. So, to start us off with that particular role-playing question, there are one, two, three, four, five of us. I always forget every week for some weird reason. <laughs> and because I'm struggling mightily to make sense of it, not quite, unfortunately. One, two, three. Sayla, what kind of work would Sayla be doing at this very t- moment right now? Child labor. <laughs> not child labor. I think <laughs> she's only fifteen. She's, <laughs> she's only fifteen. <laughs> and the episode tanked her. <laughs> oh, um, I see Sayla um, being in the hot air balloon business. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why would Sayla be in the hot air balloon business? Uh, it's you know pretty whimsical. I feel like because she loves to travel, uh, you know she. I could see her sort of having a hot air balloon and renting it out for parties or for um, coming to the Reno air races and, uh, you know, letting kids go up in the air balloon and um, doing different marketing things with it. I don't know. Free spirit. Different marketing things? Yeah. <laughs> I don't hers. really know. I don't know the hot air balloon game, but I assume <laughs> she, that's where she'd be. Sayla's updating her LinkedIn, her, her Twitter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds good. Give yourself an inspiration for that, Sayla. What a charming and whimsical answer to give indeed. We will go with Abaddon next. Abaddon, what kind of work, gainful employment, would he be doing? The most accurate thing I can think of would probably be like the law force, but also he, this who he is, he'd probably be an undertaker. An undertaker. Mm. Yeah. An undertaker. <laughs> He's just trying on other heads to see if they're his. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. I like he, that. he serves death, so. He serves mm. death. In life, he would serve death. Would you be serving the dead or death? Probably the dead. Okay. In a modern term. Okay. <laughs> modern okay. aspect. Yeah, because the, uh, 
the transitive verb makes a difference, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Come at me, English majors. <laughs> right here. Right here, right, right across here. from me. Um, give yourself an inspiration for that, Abaddon. Thank you. Next up, Carbuncle. Look, Carbuncle, larger than life, is obviously a reality TV star. Um, he's um, seen him most recently in Deadliest Catch. With, with, uh, uh, man versus nature, I guess snail versus nature, and then Sheldon afraid. I cannot. Sheldon afraid. Oh oh. <laughs> basically, making a name on the various reality star shows. Oh. So he would be on the Discovery Channel, like yeah. there would be a Carbuncle Week. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Shark Week. Instead of Shark Week. Right. It would have been after Shark Week. It would be after Shark Week. Yeah. yeah. Equally as terrifying. Yeah. Okay, give yourself an inspiration for that. That is Sheldon a uh, that is a vivid. For some reason, it's in my mind. Like I can see it very clearly. Next up, uh, inspiration for you. Uh, so this is a uh, backpack. How? Yes, backpack. <laughs> I am the backpack. How? Uh, how far? How long is this uh, past what we've started? Is this like the day of? the end of a last <laughs> session? Oh, or is this uh, how let's many... Say, let's say um, the end of last session. The end of last session. So yes. uh, five years sure. in the future? So, oh, in the past. Five years in the past. Oh, this is five years in the past. Okay, great. So five years in the past. Uh, you want to put me to work? I'm a day old. Um, <laughs> child labor. You're a bad... Uh, so, I, I, so you wouldn't be working. I, I don't think I'd be working. I, I think I, I'd just be sitting in someone's arms right now, relaxing. You Other than that, anything except sailor. a chair. I don't want people to sit on me. Did you catch I that bit? didn't like that. What was that? You'd be in the hot air balloon with Sayla. I'm riding in a hot air balloon. Currently, you are the hot air <gasps> balloon. I, <laughs> I have not learned that yet. <laughs> Two, one, Lyrian. What kind of work would you be doing in the future? Definitely thinking a rock star. Okay. <laughs> that femme fatale sort of music. For some reason, I had an uh, had an inkling in the universe that <laughs> you were going to say that. There was a glitch in the matrix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tell me, what would be your number one hit song? Obviously, Siren Song. <laughs> I like that. I really like that. It is delightful to hear that. Is it? Wait, what did I? Diabolically delectable. Diabolically yes. delectable. Excellent. All right, everyone. Let's do a recap of our last adventure. Lyrian, what do you recall? Darkness. Darkness. Because I was unconscious. Because you were unconscious. After getting stabbed. It's always about stabbings with you. It is. It's a consistent theme. <laughs> All right. Would you do it again? Be stabbed? Be stabbed again? For a third time? <laughs> no! Mm -hmm. But as far as plot points go, finally killing at least one of my tormentors. Sounds good to me. Next up, what do you recall from Lost Adventure Backpack? Uh, well, Backpack. it's all a blur. I recall uh, my, my warm, comfy spot being threatened, so I had to go defend it. And then oh my God, we, then all of a sudden, people started throwing all sorts of food at me, and I was in heaven. And then they gave me this very strange liquid that made me feel really, really good. And they wouldn't stop giving it to me. So I'm very happy right now. I'm just uh, 
ecstatic, and now I just fell back asleep in my comfy spot. That is delightful. <laughs> okay. Uh, next up, we have Carbuncle. What do you recall? Uh, jumping across onto the trader, surviving all the traps that went off at the same time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wait, and then um, the feast that was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. What happened at the feast? Uh, we had the what appears to be possibly one of our friends served. That was the, we believe, the Minotaur Moonbeam. Moonbeam, yeah. Moonbeam. Adelaide. Yeah. So that was a yeah, kind of disturbing. Yes. <laughs> disturbing is an apropos uh, reaction to that, I think. Next up, Abaddon, what do you recall? I remember valiantly stabbing down into the fiend that was that hideous human, because humans are really annoying, I've found. <laughs> My God, they are annoying. Daddy's here! Ah! <laughs> I am so glad I can't see you right now. <laughs> he was doing that lip-slicking thing the entire time during the fight. I didn't know ah. that, and I'm so glad I don't in character, but out of character, God. Yeah. Out of character, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you have to live with that knowledge. Yes. There's yeah. that visual. Uh, what else do you recall? Um, I also recall the backpack coming alive. That was pretty bizarre. I don't need a new pet, so I already have uh, Sergeant uh, Forge Farmer. <laughs> Just chilling. Don't look at me! <laughs> he knows I can't look at him. That's why pet me long ways! <laughs> Against the grain! <laughs> Against the grain! Do you even know how to pet? <laughs> I do so. He's asking you that right now, actually. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you guys are kind of just chilling in the domicile right now. Um, think of a pretty chill, laid back, sort of summer evening, afternoon deal. Uh, but yeah, we'll elaborate more on that later. Oh Next up and final, Sayla, what do you recall? I recall um, a lot of the traps being set off and people dying and. <laughs> A lot of mishap and then getting uh, getting sort of tossed around by Frad and realizing that he was a bad guy he was bad guy he was bad guy <laughs> no, he's not bad guy I don't think he was a bad guy you guys are all monsters and villains he oh. was he was trying to unmask all of you he was he was trying to <laughs> The thumbs up from Larry. <laughs> it's canon. <laughs> it's canon. Um, and then the mimic joining our party. And He's your son now. Yeah. Mm. And I love him very much. Biology is a mystery to me, but it sounds legit. So <laughs> It's marine biology. It is marine oh, biology. Uh, yes, that sounds pretty on Thanks for tuning in to Reno's D&D radio community, KWNKLP 97.7 FM, Reno, Nevada. You're listening to Plus 775 to hit with Sayla and the Rook and Cranny Rock crew. Let's dive back into the action. Knows, uh, that happened five years ago. Since five years have passed, um, you found out later on that that was indeed Moobeam Adelaide that was served to you on a silver platter. She was found to have been deep-fried, fricasseed, cooked, and presented to you all in a macabre sort of offering for you passing your initiation rites. You all found out later that there was only two individuals who could possibly have conducted that, done that at the time. And by process of elimination, it was either A, a kuke, or 
the true meridian. There it is. But because true meridian is a supervisor to a lair, it soundly went to Ikuke. Roll me a perception in the trial that happened. There was a community trial that occurred right after the the, the feast ended, or the week after the feast. What ended. was the trial for? The trial was for the murder of one Mubim Adelaide. Oh, jeez. And geez. it was a pretty grisly affair. Cool. I'm okay. off to a great start. Sounds good. Already. Uh, one. Oh. I'm plus four, but still convinced. When you take a one and turn it upside down, it's still a one. I don't know what wow. I was. I don't know how. I don't know how that was supposed to make you feel better, <laughs> but. Uh, you turn it sideways and it's a complete a dash. Loser. <laughs> My bad, huh? Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> Having said that, anyone with a this one's actually going to require a little bit of a higher check. You got a seventeen. Okay. Anyone with an eighteen? I got a sixteen. Not wow. quite. It was a pretty livid trial. The entire community was there. You had people arguing vehemently for the execution of Ikuke. Um, you noticed, interestingly enough, that no one ever suggested that True Meridian did it. True, oh, oh, True did, Meridian. Did you say our roles? What do you mean? What, what did everyone roll? Oh, what no, it was for perception. Oh, 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 oh. What'd you get? I got a 19. Well... It's a good thing you were volunteering under the bridge picking up trash because we'll give you a free pass. <laughs> <laughs> Having said that, um, you noticed that during... True Meridian was there during the trial and was stoically, passively kind of just listening to all the accusations, the litany of abuse being thrown against uh, Ikuke. Ikuke, you noticed, took it in stride. They never once flinched. At one point, you saw some of the Sagayin, the water goblins, the ocean goblins, going up to his face and just screaming at Ikuke. Uh, one more time for everyone's edification. Ekuke is this creature with a sort of uh, black serpentine scales about them that form these rivets that not that look like so many tiny shields linking to each other. They never really spoke to anyone at Rook and Cranny Rock when you were there. You did see that they always appeared to be tagging along to True Meridian. Brainwashing who is, you remember, to be a pretty interesting, lithe-looking uh, water elf, ocean elf, okay? A sea elf. However, having said that, with a 19, you notice that during the entire time they were passive up until the moment, Abaddon, that the verdict was delivered of death. That is, of the most gruesome sort, where a person would be chained up against the pillars that you guys were picking up trash at and waiting for the seas to just bear upon them and the force just slowly oh, crush them over time. Ew. But when that verdict was delivered, Ekuke smiled. Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, you saw True Meridian smirk as well. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's been five years since that trial. And let's get to the adventure, shall we? Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Mm. It has, like I said, it has been five years since the trial, the murder of one Mubim Adelaide, and your initiation rites, where you did successfully complete them and join the Rook and Cranny crew. In that time, the mood of the community has taken a turn for the worse. That is to say, once there were celebrations, once there were uh, get-togethers, once there was just daily chats at the rec room, the mess hall. 
you notice that people have started to kind of disperse into their own communities and have started to just kind of keep to themselves. The mood here has become decidedly cold, frigid, freezing even. Um, you guys have started to just hang out with each other. No one really, the layers have started to keep to themselves. The levels don't really interact with each other. No one ever, rarely ever goes to the other floors anymore. You kind of just receive reports of the goings on topside and below you as well. You have always been stationed at the second level with Pat Inkwell. Oh, God. Fast forward into the future. It is a muggy summer's evening around five-ish. It is one of those summer evenings where everyone's in several states of undress because it's getting so ridiculously hot that you guys are in kind of your domicile area, that meeting area from your bunks, where you've got several water goblins just lazily pat, like pawing into the air, kind of just doing this a little bit, like um, just waiting for death to take them. Uh, <laughs> you know, without there's no air con, that kind of thing. Yeah. Every time you breathe, the water particulates <laughs> cling to your tongue. <laughs> like every time you breathe, like it's just that heavy, stinky. Oh yeah, yeah. It doesn't help either because um, while you guys are kind of, just think of this couch area here, this setup, and you've got just a whole bunch of people on rocks lying about. You guys are kind of just chilling there as well. Pat Ingle's doing a reading from their book again. Ah. And nothing's changed. Um, <laughs> Abaddon, Sergeant Forge Farmer is on top of your head and purring a little bit. Um, yeah, but you guys are all kind of just... Oh, uh, two-part stink has gone into the mess hall to get some food as well. What do you guys do? As you're kind of just chilling here. Well, I am petting my lovely Sergeant Forge Farmer. Sounds good. As I have to, it's mandatory. <laughs> <laughs> It's pretty aggressive. <laughs> okay. He's gotten a little bigger over the years. Um, you think he ranges between 5 to 20 pounds? Oh, he's a big boy. Yeah. Um, most of it is anger. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he's grown in anger. <laughs> it's like the Grinch. It's his, weight, it's his water weight in anger. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I've, I've learned, I've learned that mostly, for the most part, my friends either have shells or they're bipedal. And this 20 pound thing doesn't look bipedal. So I know I get yelled at every time I start looking at it like it's lunch. Don't look just, at me! I just can't help it. I, so I'm kind of just off, basically stalking this cat at like a 30 foot radius, rolling around wherever he is. Sounds good. Just debating on whether it's worth the scolding I'm gonna get to have to. I gave you some beer. Oh, I drank that. Oh, sounds good. That, that, that immediate distraction. It is that. It is that. They like call a it, bottle. Like a bottle. Like a biggest bottle. <laughs> they call it Salgain Sweet. Uh, it's, uh, Salgain Sweet? Yeah. Because I, it's entirely sour and it's made of Salgain. Whatever it is. It is delicious. Oh. <laughs> it is delicious and I drink it. <laughs> and once I'm done, I go back to circling. Sounds good. Like As you're doing too. so, it's kind of like, think of just a apartment. Right, just a whole bunch of uh, rock edifices with books that are not even books, parchment that have washed up on the shore and then several states of mold and just disrepair. People are starting to take their clothes off because it's so humid. <laughs> Pat Inkle is wearing the equivalent to a wife beater shirt, <laughs> a white tank top with uh, algae kind of doing that thing, and he's fanning himself with a cup with a cone. But yeah, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, as you're doing so, Sergeant Forge Farmer will occasionally turn around because it is a owl bear cat. 
It will do a 360 degree turn at you, look at you, and intone, don't look at me. And it will keep jumping <laughs> around as well. Cool. Everyone, I want to know while we are uh, while you guys are just chilling here, what has the past five years been for you? What has it looked like? Okay, and we'll proceed. Oh. All right. So how about this? While everyone's thinking, I'm not gonna give anyone any time because that's how it is in life, I guess. <laughs> that's the this... lesson for today, kids. <laughs> there ain't no time. Answer. What about uh, you? Tell us about what has been going on. Sure. Around. Sure. Sure. That's fair. Um, the ever since that incident, the security has actually gone up a stage. Uh, people have been more diligent in having posting sentries at the top side, and you get this impression that people have started to follow your lead with the well, someone else's leads with the traps. That is, they have taken precautions uh, at a much at a much more thorough pace. They've actually incorporated several of your designs into the network. Frederick's design. This is Abaddon, and you are listening to Plus 775 to Hit, a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Come experience our adventures regularly on 97.7 FM KWNK LP Reno. See you when the dice fly. Braderick is dead. Yes. He is dead, and we will miss him. Very much. The gang will always miss him. <laughs> May he rest in pieces. <laughs> You guys may roll me uh, what you think to gossip, like just to pick up the scuttlebutt. And there are scuttlebutt crabs around, so they would be talking to you. <laughs> oh, hey guys, let me tell you what's any, happening. Actually, um, they would avoid this guy like a plague. Probably any uh, uh, any social thing should insight. do. In, uh, yeah, insight would be good. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's just use that. Oh, charisma. Roll, roll me a raw charisma. Ah, that's worse for me. That's too bad. Better for me. <laughs> <laughs> How'd everyone do? So, Just um, to pick up the scuttlebutt. Seven, crabs. 17. 17. You're going to have disadvantage because they are scuttlebutt crabs. Oh, I rolled a 1 on that, though. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, they scuttle away. <laughs> <laughs> they scuttle away. All here is scuttle, 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 scuttle. So, um, as I don't have a background, uh, the players have to choose my two skills for me and what they've been training. We've it's discussed been five years. We've discussed oh, yeah. this uh, before the session. We've decided that. Sleight of hand and stealth are the two skills that they'd like the mimic to learn. So during this time, I'm just going to turn into a stalactite or a stalagmite because that's all I can seem to do. <laughs> Robbie the Roper taught me how to be a stalagmite, and Pierre the Piercer taught me how to be a stalactite. <laughs> so uh, names. I'm just going to be in a cavern, and I'm just going to stealth and listen if I hear overhear something. Sounds good. Anyone with a 13 or higher... You picked up through the scuttlebutt crabs, who cannot quite keep their claws shut, <laughs> that um, they heard dark murmurings from further down in the layer before you, that the supervisors disagreed on letting you in. Pat Inkwell argued strongly for your case that you passed all the tests, but they heard that True Meridian was prepared to deny you and kick you outright. Adelaide was the swing vote. Adelaide was the swing vote up until her timely end. Okay, so you heard that much. Um, up until um, when True Meridian got wind that she was planning to vote for you guys, that's when... Wow. Okay. 
But the fact that you're here means something might be afoot still, because nothing has transpired since then. Does that answer your question? Yes. Abidam. Okay. Uh, otherwise, yes. Uh, the past five years have uh, that spirit decor has taken a turn for uh, a spirit decor, <laughs> uh, meaning the opposite of. Uh -huh. uh -huh. Okay. Uh -huh. I use the prefix. Okay. Let me not shut this down. Yes. <laughs> We're done. Okay. Having said that, uh, yeah, well, I wanted to know what was it like for the past five years for you guys here. You were given a bit of a. It was a downer to start off in this community. Uh, people were uh, upset that Moobeam died. But that is not to say that some people in the Rick and Cranny Rock were happy that you're here as well. Namely, Pat Inkwell, Two Part Stink, mm -hmm. and not Sergeant Forge Farmer at all. Have well, he likes me though, because I can't. I don't look at him. Sure, that's good to think about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what did you do in the past five years? You've been training. You've been learning. You were leaning towards me, being out of character. So, <laughs> uh, so if if I'm first for the last five years. Um, I have been attached to Sailor the Selkie. She was the first one to really have contact with me other than Frederick. When, when he had contact with me, he started reaching in me and pulling things out. And I very uncomfortable. I didn't like that guy at all. So, But uh, this other person's nice and warm and just comfy and friendly. Mm. So, And it appears to give me everything I need. So I'm kind mm. of attached to her. So she turns into a seal. So I've been kind of mimicking her trying to turn into... A seal and I fail every time oh. and the only things I've been managing to turn into are a stalagmite which the roper looks like and a stalactite which the piercer looks like so not quite grasping that I can't turn into uh, living creatures I, like I can't I'm really having a hard time grasping that so those are the I know backpack stalactite and stalagmite that's all I know how to transform into I been trying the last five years trying more i can't do anything else cool i like that that's a very elaborated answer oh before i forget everyone um today is actually an auspicious day it's two parts stinks birthday oh so um, having said that um yes you guys um you guys need to convince him to get out of the this rec room right now so you can prepare ah. so start thinking of that as well hmm. so two parts to this question uh well one five years in the past and two, I want to know how you get rid of and two, two part stink. And two-part stink is the... Yeah. Two-part stink is a kobold that doesn't look like any other kobold here. They look like they actually belong in a... Uh, under the ground, way under the ground, in a landlocked desert country. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they have no business being out here. He's told you pretty much he can't swim. <laughs> I can't swim! <laughs> huh? <laughs> and you have five years of that sort of conversation. <laughs> oh, wait. So have we not taught... Baby mimic how to speak, or you tell me when I, I get to you. I mean, I want. Okay. I've been yeah. alive for five years, so I'm probably at the toddler level. Yeah, I think we're gonna say that mimics a parallel human development. Does that is that okay with everyone? I'm cool with that. I Sounds good. <laughs> so you're gonna have object permanence soon. You uh, should already have object it. object permanence. I can permanently be an object? Oh no! Oh, no! Oh, if I am an object, oh, yes. I am a hotter blue. That's true. He's actually I don't want to do that. <laughs> Next up, what did you do in the past five years? Carl's just been slowly like keeping oh. everything. Oh, please continue. Uh, mostly, he's been doing the janitors, kind of keeping everything clean. Um, yeah. Since we uh, accidentally destroyed the uh, previous trash receptacle creature. Yes, the Yagapus. Uh, 
Yeah, so we've been slowly trying to build a community of something that can eat that stuff back. A bunch of snails would have joined you over time. Okay. Um, they found inspiration from you. They look okay. at you as a sort of elder. Okay. Like they walk up to you and start tapping their <laughs> stalks together. Okay. And they're kind of like trying to impress you. Yeah. It's like a cult. It's I a cult. How to cling to the walls and do we? Yeah. yeah no, seriously, do we have snail cavalry right now? Um, they're they're really young. Snail cavalry. Yeah, oh. yeah. They're probably Snalbury. they're probably uh, journeymen <laughs> to his master snail. Okay. It's a soon. Sure. Yeah, and more so, importantly, they so only have like half a stock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, at some point they'll kind of talk to you and say, "How do you saute?" Seagull eggs. <laughs> With uh, the brine from the Sahagin and the um, the, uh, the stickiness of the goop that the mimic leaves after, it kind of holds it all together. <laughs> Every time you say something, they just take it with wonder. They get shook all the way okay. back to, into their shells. Okay. <laughs> they just shudder. <laughs> Retract. Okay. Next up, we have... Uh, oh, yes, that's fine. Abaddon, what's the past five years been like? He would probably have been training uh, the kobolds on the level. And oh. the, the goblins. Yeah. They'd be training them. What do you want with this rock? Sarcastically, he would say, I want you to eat it, but that wouldn't be his intention. They're eating it. They're eating it. They're eating it. And they'll make eye contact the entire time. Good job. <laughs> so it's a whole five years of that? <laughs> want me to percentile? How many of them still have teeth? Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my brain wave. <laughs> oh god. Oh, I'll roll that way. Um, I'll roll a different dice. <laughs> the other way. And the table. Uh, 93. Good, good, good. Um, every goblin that you've kept in contact with, including two parts <clears throat> stink, or, co or slash kobold, has lost teeth. <laughs> Alright? Because it's been a whole lot of wanting to just eat a rock. Why don't you just go eat a rock? <laughs> to which they've obliged. <laughs> Whenever I'd get annoyed with them, I'd just tell them to go eat a rock and they would. <laughs> and I would just find silent satisfaction. <laughs> so does that imply that he's extremely persuasive or are they just not that intuitive? Did you ever ask for a second opinion? No. Who will know? Who knows? <laughs> That's right. I bet they're really glad I haven't learned rock yet. Oh, <laughs> oh gosh. I would be so Terror. sad. Reno is plus 775 to hit on KWNKLP 97.7 FM Reno Weekly, where we are hip deep in saltwater adventure and daring do. Next up, we have Sayla. What has it been like? Uh, for Sayla, I imagine she is trying to find areas to help out. Uh, wherever she is in the... You can help me out, little seal. Oh, thanks. Um, there you go. Also, I assume she's sort of in the kitchen often um, trying to prepare fish Aww. a lot of the time. Abaddon's excited. Abaddon is very excited. It's been five years. You're 20 years old. I'm 20 years old now. That's what, what I was excited about. The <laughs> you are now old enough to be able to go around in a kelp ride. Is that like a, is that like a kelpie? No, they pull you through the uh, tunnels on a bed of kelp, Ooh. and usually they just keep yelling kelp ride. <laughs> I imagine every time she, would, 
be in seal form and just bouncing on top of the kelp and Sounds going good. along with it. So she's um, still a child. Always. Okay. I mean, just not quite as naive, perhaps. But sure. I think also she would have, if it's appropriate for the community, uh, she would have gone out and tried to do some searching and exploring for her selkie pod that has sort of, uh, she's been estranged from. It's been five years, mm-hmm. yeah. That's fair. Um, a selkie is a social animal, so it is very tough mm-hmm. to have endured the past five years without that, you know, kinship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank you for sharing. Uh, next up, what have you been doing for the past five years? I think knowing... Wait, did I... Ha! Need that voice ringing? Uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, especially sort of not being able to pursue anything beyond what happened, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. directly, mm-hmm. that would quite literally be haunting her. Right. I think. I would think at least. And your, your dreams get punctuated by an occasional flash of this person who looks like they have broccoli stuck in their teeth all the time <laughs> and with curled blonde hair that goes all the way up, all Farquaad style. Yeah. <laughs> and that sort of grin, like that... Where it looks like they're eating a peanut butter sandwich all the as well. Smart. <laughs> right? Right? Word paintbrush? Double whammy there. Yeah, yeah. But occasionally, like, you'd be having a good dream, and then that face pops in. Oh. And it goes, ah, check me. <laughs> That's fair. Oh. Uh, uh, nightmare. I would also... With what we learned from the scuttlebutt crabs... I think it, it ooh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of how to word this. I feel like she would be very keen on keeping her distance, but also trying to get more information, like knowing that she would never trust anybody at that point. Sure. Um, but then would kind of still stay attached to this particular group of people and creatures. And I really just want to teach Baby Mimic <laughs> how to speak. <laughs> what language are you going to try to speak him? Or speak to speak. Speak him now! <laughs> speak him now, what language? Do you? We're going to go with common. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Doilish? And not primordial. Abyssal? <laughs> I'll teach him abyssal. Because she would. <laughs> Too yeah. like, oh man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be bilingual. That's going to be hard. Girlish? Uh, that's our common, right? Yes. Yeah. For this region. Yes. yes. Sounds good. Um, Roll me them bones. Um, this is going to be a... How much teaching experience does Larian have? <laughs> she seems oh, like a not. tough teacher. About five years. About, About five, five years, years. worth. <laughs> oh, that's going to be good. What am Hold I on to that number. Uh, you're going to roll this with disadvantage because ah. of his roll? No. Say this is going... Uh, aqua. Aqua. You're gonna learn two languages. So this was for her teaching. Roll again. Uh, I think I have a pa- backpack. Too. Oh, that's fun. Depending on how you roll, it's gonna affect her roll as well. Say hey, good. So oh, you'll have wow. advantage for her. Or uh, Sela, so, you'll have advantage for your roll. So, oh. so Lyrian, you're trying to teach me common. I rolled a two, which goes down to a one. I have an eight intelligence. I'm not getting it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Every time you keep, yeah, you keep, you're doing point, point, touch, teaching, point. 
touch. Oh. Point touch say. Point s- touch say. Yeah. Oh god, that goes so against my personal. <laughs> Yo, you're trying everything. Oh. <laughs> actually, uh, actually, from a speech uh, speech pathology standpoint, how would you be trying to teach this mimic? Okay, from that standpoint, through experiences and play. Duh. Obviously. So we would be go you'd be coming out with me to go do tasks and no. we'd be looking <laughs> He's oh, no stage. That is a good face. That is a good yeah. Okay, so the backpack's literally just making unwavering eye contact. But what if I keep a flask of the orange sea foam drink with me? Beer. Oh, he's wavering. Okay, alright. Get a little sip. <laughs> oh. <laughs> This thing is probably about this big still. Maybe a foot. And what, I can't remember, what does he look like? It is weird when he's not transformed. A mimic looks like a a, an amorphous ball. It's practically an ooze. Okay. Practically. uh, But it's it's classified as a monstrosity. Okay. It's probably ditto from a well-known, beloved children's franchise. But, um, but mimics can take forms of inanimate objects. And if they remain motionless, they are indistinguishable. But they can move parts of their body, mouth, eyes. Uh, their pseudopod can strike out from their uh, uh, forms and stuff. So most of the time, especially since I can't really figure out how to turn into anything else, I'm probably rolling around as a backpack on someone's back. Sure. Would you be at all entertained by my spells? <clears throat> like, could I use those as therapy are they, tools, basically? Are they shiny? They are shiny. Are they colorful? They can be, yeah. Then, <laughs> yes. And I have minor illusions, so I could just, it's like flashcards, but cool. That, that's great. So, <laughs> thank you for the laser pointer for the kitty. That's exactly. basically what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was originally going to be with a disadvantage, but now it's just going to be the one roll. This will be, you can choose between the two. It could either be through sheer force of will, your charisma, or through such judicious application of logic. And <laughs> experil, like just pure empirical knowledge. So you can choose intelligence, a raw intelligence role, or a raw charisma role. Absolutely going for charisma. Sounds good. You will learn. 18. Ooh. Ooh. My dude, we're going to do this Pim- Pimsler style. <laughs> you have level one. <laughs> you have level no Duolingo. Duol- Duolingo. You are that first level of Duolingo. Yes. Uh, so other proficiencies in language: Doilish. level one, Doilish. Yes. And now we find out how my Aquin went. Yes. So let's go. I rolled which a I, know that I rolled too. a sixteen, yeah. which turns into a fifteen because I'm very attached to Sela. Like anything she tells me, I just Sounds suck good. up. And more importantly, you get the double exposure because they will right. speak to you in Aquin as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I rolled fourteen. Cool. Well, um, you have anything to add to that? Oh. And maybe, maybe charisma. Maybe charisma. Yeah. Um, or wisdom. Not quite for this. Dang it! Uh, so, fifteen. Sounds good. Yep. Yeah. Um, you pick up a level one <coughs> of Aquan as well. Look at you. You're, you're in the five-year course. <laughs> five-year Teach a kid finish, you know, it's 
Finished, I'm finished. <laughs> well done. Um, right, you have managed to exceed expectations. <laughs> In five years? In five years? No! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! You are a perfect candidate for Head Start in the future. Aww. But having said that, well done. You do have some sort of basic language proficiency. Next week on Plus 775 to Hit, it is an auspicious day for the first time in five years the fragile piece of Rook and Cranny Rock will be shattered. Tune in next week to join us as we are forced to put our lives on the line for the good of the Rook and Cranny Rock.